Lodge, we'll see you tomorrow, same bad place, same bad time. You would ask, what's the most uh, unknown holiday in the Jewish calendar? So, you know, you could pick different ones over the years. Um, used to be Tu B'Shvat. Tu B'Shvat, the only thing we knew about Tu B'Shvat was that there was something called Buxer. Buxer is hard carob, and they would give it out to us as kids. You weren't sure what to do with it. Sometimes you threw it at your friend, and some kids got really hurt because of it, because it was hard like a rock. There was absolutely no other thing that I think you could do with that boxer. Um, so that holiday, and that, that took on a whole new thing, especially now that you have this beautiful project that all of us should be thinking about contributing to, to be part of Binyan Eretz Yisrael, Mitzvah Deir according to Ramban, you fulfill a mitzvah, Yishuv uh, making Eretz Yisrael livable again. Uh, then you have um, Lag Baomer, Baruch Hashem, that also had a renaissance. Uh, when I was a kid, you know, Lag Baomer. I remember once I was mowing the lawn on Lag Baomer. Uh, it was a day when kids did those things, but uh, so I was mowing the, mowing the lawn. And, uh, and uh, somebody stops the car, and they get out, and they start screaming at me. Chagayom, in a language I didn't understand, I didn't speak Hebrew when I was a kid. He's yelling at me, Chagayom, Chagayom, yeah, excuse me, I mean, can't, can't cut the lawn on Lag Baimer. Right? It's a Chag, you know, the truth is, you could cut the lawn, now that I know about Lag Baimer, you could cut the lawn, but I just remember the guy yelling at me, Lag Baimer, what's Lag Baimer? Lag Baimer, you went to the park, maybe if, you, if school was in session that day, right, uh, and you got Lag Baimer, if not, okay, so you didn't go to the park. Uh, so there are, there are holidays in the Jewish calendar that had a renaissance. One of them that, that uh, is still uh, not, you know, it's starting to have a co- uh, comeback, if you would say, is Tu Ba'av. Right? I, I got an email. I think the first time I got an email, there's going to be a whole program on Tu Ba'av. Okay, very good. Hashem, new holidays, it's fantastic. Uh, but the truth is not a new holiday. The Gemara says, There is no holiday to the Jewish people, positive holiday to the Jewish people, like the 15th of Av and Yom Kippur. Now, it's interesting. When you say there's nothing like, the one that comes first is the more important one. The one that comes second, the secondary to it. (laughs) And the funny thing is, Yom Kippur, we all know, right? Now, if you ask anybody, is that a holiday? Most people would say, well, it's a holy day and not exactly a holiday. It's not, not, not from our top favorite ones, you know. But Kamisha uh, Asabaav, now we know what you're talking about. What is this Kamisha Asabaav? Right? So the Gemara says, the Gemara lists um, the first reason is that the relationship between Kamisha Asabaav and Yom Kippur, because it says like those two. So naturally, it doesn't have to be this way, but you would assume there's some relationship um, or equity between the two that relate one with the other. So what is Yom Kippur, right, which is a day of forgiveness, and that's its celebration, I have to do with Chamisha Asr Ba'av, with the 15th day of Av. Yeah, so, so it, it comes out... Um, this week, this year actually, Chamisha Asr Ba'av is on steroids. 
uh, because it comes out the 15th of Av on Shabbat, which is also Shabbos Nachamu. So, listen, I, I'm not a Kabbalist. I don't know if Mashiach is more likely to come that day, but you know, why not? Everybody else says it's more likely to come. So, it's, yeah, okay, why not? Yeah, low, low. Right, there's twice as much chance. Okay, but so, so, but what, so, so that is, a, it's going to be even a happier day, a little bit connected, as we'll see. But what's the idea? So Yom Kippur, we know, is the day of forgiveness. So where did it begin from? Now, when I say begin from, it's really in the sense of our relationship with Yom Kippur. Not the essence of Yom Kippur, because anything that's biblical had to predate the event that it happened on. Um, so therefore, for example, Chaga Pesach is not simply the day of the Exodus in and of itself, because otherwise the mitzvah can only have been historical, chronological. I mean, it had to have started there. So how could the Torah be before that? Uh, so that we leave for another time to discuss. But all mitzvahs are on multi-levels. So the, but Yom Kippur, the first time it appeared in a way that you and I will relate with it, was on the day that God told Moshe, after Moshe's 120 approximate days of appeal for the sin of the golden calf, which occurred, right, on Shiva Asr Betamus, not the Shiva Asr Betamus, of the destruction of the base Amigdash uh, a thousand years later, or actually, you know, more than that, uh, years later, 1500 years later, by the second temple, being the breach of the wall of Jerusalem. But the original Shiva Sabatamas, which was when Moshe came down from the mountain, he saw the people dancing around the, the, the golden calf, the Egalazov, and Moshe smashed the Luchos. From that point, right, from that point, Moshe had to go up the mountain. I said 120, I'm sorry, 80, 80 days. Moshe had to go up the mountain to plead for the sake, for the, for the, for the, um, not, not forgiveness yet, that, that they shouldn't right, be destroyed. You were right, 120 from the beginning. Days, I, I'm sorry. Then another 40 days, yeah, yeah, yeah. then another 40 days. Right, so he goes up, so he had to go back up again after he smashed the, the Luchos. He went up and pleaded with God not to destroy us. He came back down, and then the, the he, okay, we're not destroyed, but we're not God's children anymore. Not don't have that unique relationship. He went up a third time. He got the, the, the second set of Ten Commandments and uh, he renewed the relationship and God said, I forgive you. Let's start over. And so that's a great day. That's a great day of celebration. It's a great uh, blessing for Am Yisrael that we have that opportunity to start again and forever after Hashem put into the energy of the day the opportunity that all of us could start with a clean slate. On that day, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will clean us up. He will, when we have the chance, we have the opportunity to emerge white. So the, the, the Chazal explained that so too, the, so too, by the Chamisha Asr Ba'av, that's also a day of forgiveness. And what is the day of forgiveness? How does it relate as a day of forgiveness? So this is talking about, it is related with Tisha B'Av, except for it's not simply seven days later, right, of Tisha B'Av, six, seven, however you want to look at it, seven days later from the ninth of Av, but rather 40 years and, or 38 years and, uh, and six days. And by that I mean as follows. When, when God had us wander in the desert for 40 years and he punished 
all those that were from 20 to 60 that didn't have faith in, their, in God's ability to allow them to enter, they rejected the land. They said, we'd rather die in the desert. So that's always something you have to be careful about, right? Because right, Rabbi Wein used to express it like this to us. He says, be careful what you ask for. God may be listening. And that's exactly what happened. They said we would rather, halavai, would it be that we would die in the desert? Okay. 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 Right, and that's what happened. They died. But how did he do it? So unlike the spies, the ten spies that went in and died instantaneously, it, the simple Peshat and Pasuk is they died right away. Others learned that they had a slow death, but either way they died relatively soon after the sin. Um, the rest of Am Yisrael, the way it worked is that Hashem let everybody live till 60. Everybody got to live till they were 60. So therefore, the first uh, year, um, everybody that had turned 60, right, instead of getting Social Security, they died, right? So and that's how it worked for the next 60, for the next 40 years. That's what they had to look forward to. Yeah, I don't know what it was like. I can't tell you. But uh, so that, that's what it was. What happened? Every year when they turned 60, they would go, they would actually... Um, dig their own grave it was a whole Gemara goes on and discusses it uh, but so came the last year the 40th year that was it it was uh, that was it they're about to enter the land of Eretz Yisrael they're on the cusp of it the last generation is going to die out right and then Am Yisrael will have fulfilled the, the curse if you will um, of the end of the people and then they will enter the land of Israel they all went out, uh, they all, the, the, that last generation, those 60-year-olds all went out, they dug the grave, and on 9th of Av is when they died, right? They knew the day of their death, that's how it worked. Medrash describes, and because they weren't dying from old age, they were dying from the sin. So therefore they went out and they laid down in the grave, and it came the morning. Now this must have been a very scary experience, because they woke up. Now, when you're supposed to be dead and you wake up, you pinch yourself, and he went, am I alive? Right? And he went, they're alive. Yeah. He doesn't say, I haven't seen any angels, so I must be alive. So they got up and they went back home. Right? Now, whether the wife was happy to see them or not, it doesn't say in the Medrash, I don't know. Right? And uh, so the next night, they must have been off. So the next night, they also went back to sleep in the grave. And uh, they woke up again. So they figured, boy, we must be off in the calendar. Right? We must be off in the calendar. And they did this, the Medrash describes that they did this for six, for six days. Now, when they saw the moon was a full moon, now you don't have to be an idiot, everybody knows that the ninth of Av can't have a full moon, right? And therefore, they knew that God had forgiven them. So that last generation got a reprieve. Now, how that works with the Pusik that says that nobody will go in except to build to Yeshua and Kalev, it's a good kasha. It's like the brisker rub. My Rebbe told me of Soloveitchik, the blessed memory of Dov Soloveitchik. I told this once in, in Shir. It says that the Mashiach cannot come. Erev Shabbos Gemara has a whole list of things where Mashiach can't come. So the problem is, so you believe Mashiach can come. When can Mashiach come? He can come any time. We have to be ready, man. Mashiach's coming. So, we, so they asked the brisker, and then it says it can't come on certain times. Shabbos it can't come. So you don't have to have faith on Shabbos. <laughs> so the Biskorov said, no, it's it can, it'll come. If it comes, it's a kasha. It's a kasha. Mashiach comes to learn to the kasha too. But he held that the Gemara doesn't mean that it can't come. Less likely, ah, all these two words, it can't, can't be that there's a moment that the Schaefer can't blow. It can't be. That's how, the, that's how he said. He said it can't be. It's a kasha. 
The other questions Mashiach is going to have to answer other kashas also. Right, that's even explained. So you have kasha. So I, I don't know exactly how that last generation lived. It's a kasha. Okay, certain questions we don't, you know, there are certain questions against God where we're ticked off and we want an answer. And the other questions, it's a good question, so we can live with the question. Right, There's, you know, they live, so, so we can live with the question. So that's what happened. So therefore it was considered a great mercy of Hashem that there was a mechila, right? And it, it's more than just a mechila of the individual. Right, it's not just simply that that God, you know, this lucky guy, got to live. It was felt as it was a national mechila, that because they all lived that year, so it was they felt that Hashem was giving the the Am Yisrael a gift, right? That He forgave them. It was a symbol for the whole nation. That you know what? It's okay. It's good. It's good. We're okay now, right? And He gave them a reprieve, so to speak. And Am Yisrael had that. So there, that's the explanation. Lahayu yamim taivim Yisrael. Am Yisrael, there are no festivals of celebration to the Jewish people that shows Akadish Baruch Hu's love of Am Yisrael and the Mechilas Avina is the fact that Am Yisrael right can have a a a a, a national forgiveness right that Akadish Baruch Hu could 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 re um, uh, reacquaint and uh, and reignite the relationship and it's not something that's preached and it gives both of the examples together. The breach in, in opposite order. The breach of the of of the sin of the spies and the breach of the sin of the golden calf. And one could suggest that really there are different shatim. Which one was worse? Which was worse? The sin of the golden calf or the sin of the spies? So you and I I think you and I would say the sin of the golden calf was much worse. The golden calf is an idol. Idolatry, it's a, it's a big evil. The sin of the spies, okay, you spoke a little, no, okay, it was nice. But that, that's not how they learned. It's learned that, no. Because one, you see, Yom Kippur, a few, a few people died uh, by the golden calf, and then Hashem, uh, he made amends. So yes, it says Hashem will punish over time, but it's, it's not as serious, it seems. So there are different explanations given. Uh, one is we were just fresh as a nation. Uh, we didn't have experience yet. Here they went 40, they, I'm sorry, here they were already on the cusp of entry. One was under pressure, duress. Moses is missing. What are we going to do? One, everything was in order. Moshe says we're going into the land of Israel. Then all of a sudden they melted. Right? They had everything intact. They had the on. They had everything ready to go. Well, what's the problem over here? And they melted. They melted under pressure. Uh, so that was considered a more serious Aveira, and therefore it, it fits. And so the Yom Tiv of Hamisha Sabav is in a certain way even a little bit bigger, right? The fact that Hashem once again accepted Ami Yisrael into a close and personal relationship in Yom Kippur, and therefore this is a special day. This uh, reminds us that no matter where we're holding in life, there is always opportunity. It is never, ever too late and that takes it will take us we're out of time but that takes us into the other reasons but it also helps us as we round the corner toward Chodesh Elul the 15th of Ab we're, we're, we're aiming ah Elul right ah, what difference does it make I, I'm too far gone anyway God doesn't want me no but rather Hamish above teaches us that no matter what no matter how great the violation there's always an opportunity Hashem is always calling Ami back and he's there to forgive us with open arms